Hey everybody, welcome back to the Yona Pod. It is I, your co-host Evan, newcomer to all things Yona, recording on this Friday the 13th, which of course it will not be by the time this comes out. But anyway, (laughs) as always, I am joined by my lovely co-host. Hello, that's me. I'm Alex. I'm not a newcomer, but I think by now you probably already know that. So hello. So before we get into it, do you have any announcements or general thoughts? No, not this week. Okay, wild. You know what? I feel like we just did. I'm going to go ahead and give the game up to our listeners, but we, we had a thing and then decided we didn't have a thing. So we started <laughs> over. But I feel I feel like what we're basically doing is the Men in Black pin. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's it. We just sound insane. You're like, do you have anything? And I'm like, no. What is that? No. I have decided that I do not have anything to you. I was trying to make the transition easier on you and then knew that I could not keep a straight face because I'm sure (laughs) I was grinning like a fool and then you cheat. So no, but this deserves to be left in this bit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Very little gets left on the cutting room floor. Yeah, this is a labor of love, y'all. If, if you're sticking it out with us, God bless you. God bless you. We're just all lovable nerds who want to scream into the void about Yona. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thank you for letting us do that. So in the absence of anything, are we going to just jump right into it? I guess we should. Although we should probably have something to do at the end of this, because I feel like this one's going to be pretty short. Yeah, um, so I'll have my FMK and What Would You Rather, which will probably only take a few minutes, and then we can always do another fun quiz or any of the other things that we have in the grab bag. We could. I was thinking we could do a character ranking. Okay. Oh, this is the thing where it decides for, like, you just click and click and then it'll rank them for you. Okay, good. I was going to say, because you know I will overthink that shit. (laughs) (laughs) No, it should be fast. It should yeah, be like I need a thing. nice AI or algorithm to be like, girl, we'll do mm-hmm. the thing for you. No thoughts, head empty, just click. <laughs> which is why I'm glad it told me my favorite is Hawk, which is true. But then I am also like, oh, but also like, I really love Yona. And also I really love Swan. And I'm just like, yeah, I need an AI to be like, no, no, no. <laughs> this is the one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, let's do that at the end. If we run long or run short. Okay, chapter 94. Time doesn't stop moving. The years start coming and they don't stop coming. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Alex Alex is questioning every decision to ever... I mean, at least we're quoting Smash Mouth and not Train or something awful. I like Train. (laughs) You should not admit that in public. Okay, this is a setup chapter. It makes sense that this is the last chapter in volume 16 because it's basically a neon roadmap saying, here's where we're going next. But first, Lily and her father chat. She tries to refuse his request to come back to the palace, but it doesn't matter because he's already come to her. I like this moment. I think it's some good, like, subtle character work because her father's the one to always concede and give ground while Lily is stubborn and stands firm. So he's literally and figuratively coming to her. Mm. And I think that's fun. Like 
So her dad basically swings by to say, hey, you know, that was like super bad what you did, right? (laughs) Apparently stealing the golden seal is punishable by death, but the Water Tribe views capital punishment as barbaric. So she's getting exiled instead. Lucky her. Lucky her. Good deal. Ayer and Tetra try to lessen the blow. Tetra asks for nothing to happen because Lily was just trying to do what was right. And Ayara asks to take the punishment in Lily's place since she's the one that failed to watch over Lily. I just think that's an interesting little moment to see how they both react. Mm-hmm. And I also like, because, you know, they, they I think they had a joke a few chapters back about like basically them being paid to be there. And mm-hmm. it was like clear that they also genuinely loved Lily. And this just like summons that. True. That they're trying to fall on that sword for her. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Because they would be risking, obviously risking employment by being like, no, it's our fault. Don't, don't punish her. Yeah. They're good gals. They're good ladies. So none of that happens. Lily says it's fine. She broke the rules. She'll accept the consequences. He tells her her determination is admirable. And then she's carried off, carted off and her dad is told about the five generals meeting and he says, tell them I'll be a little late, which is very mysterious. He may be a little late, but it doesn't matter for us because we jump right into the meeting of the five generals. A few shakeups since the last meeting. Lily's dad, Judo, <laughs> by the way, I do finally eventually look up what Lily's dad's name is and how to pronounce it, but... <laughs> now in my notes do not have it so it'll come i'll stop being annoying also i thought it was like i figured they said his name in the anime at one point during the five generals meeting from episode two maybe so i looked that up and they do not so i'm gonna give it my best guess later but for now he's lily's dad judo and gente have stayed but tay took over for moondock who took over for hawk in that first meeting anyway so it's like really shaken up And Kyoga took over for his late father, Sujin. So the generals are hanging out. Yuno's still making that tea that Gente's trying to get everyone to try. Yes, I love that he's repping his wife's side hustle. Mm -hmm. Husband of the year. Even as he hates it, that's my favorite. (laughs) That's my favorite aspect of this. Because like, it smells disgusting. He's like, I know, right? (laughs) It makes me laugh every time. Yeah, God. And then you've got him, as always, winding poor Judo up, basically being like, ha, 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 you're single and alone. Which is <laughs> so but, fucking mean. It's so fucking mean. And also, Judo, if you're looking for a lady. <laughs> okay, you could do better, though. Listen, I will try not to be such a horrible bitch, and I will support you in this, but... <laughs> I'm just going to be very confused the whole time. Yeah, she's uh, she's doing the classic friend. Uh, I'm happy if you're happy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I can't wait for you guys to break up so I can tell you how much I hate him. <laughs> uh, One of your summaries better cover Judo being my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. <laughs> okay, so this section is really fun. Because there's nothing new about it, but I think that's on purpose and it works really well. It's been an arc since we've seen Gente, Kyogo, or Teyu. 
And that's give or take 20 chapters, which if we go by the bi-monthly schedule Yona's usually on, is about 10 months ago. So if we were reading this at the time it came out instead of binging, this would be like a really good refresher of, oh, that's who all these people are and how they interact with each other. Mm. Also, I don't like Kyoga's design. I think his hair looks greasy and it is not good. Do you not have a problem with him? His hair is like in his face. No, I kind of thought he had a handsome look, but now that you've pointed out his hair, I can't unsee it as greasy. Well, I'm sure it's not. (laughs) He's very well kempt because he's rich and takes care of himself, but I I mean, he was still the kill for both of us during FMK last week. (laughs) That's true. true. I forgot about that. We would kill him before sleeping with him. Which is a good thing, because that hair would just get on your face and it'd be all oily. (laughs) Gross. Okay, back to the plot. The battle in the Fire Tribe arc still matters, because Koka's northern borders are still doing fine, so that was, like, a good thing. It's the northwestern border between the Earth Tribe and Kai that's an issue. According to Suwan, the territory was annexed to South Kai during King Eel's reign as an appeasement strategy, and he would like to take it back by force. So, Koka is going to war with Kai. Dun dun! Mm-hmm. At first, Gente accuses... Here we go. Uh, Lily's dad's name is Yungi, I think. So we're going to go with that. Yungi thinks about how he's always tried to shelter Lily, but she's a little gremlin who won't stay safe. Therefore, the only way to keep her safe is to go to war to make sure that Kai doesn't attack again. Also, this whole thing is kind of her fault because they started this war as an offensive mood to head off Kai's retaliation over the pseudo-military attack they just launched a few chapters ago. God, that's complicated. (laughs) I'm shoving like 17 panels into one sentence. But like, we've all read it. We get it. There's military shit going on. Yungi says, we're a peaceful people with a spirit like flowing water. But when a dam breaks open, water has the strength to swallow and overwhelm everything in its path. Once a torrent is unleashed, nothing can stop it. Mm. I'm sure it's very cheesy, but I fucking loved this speech. I was like, yeah, Lily's papa, you're so cool. Yeah, I I was really proud of him, too, because, again, I I drew the comparison a few weeks ago to him and King Eel, Mm -hmm. and I don't know that King Eel ever would have necessarily, like, King Eel was so anti-war, and I think, oh, even given the fact that he gave away Coca's lands in the past just as a mean to avoid conflict, I don't know that he would have necessarily ever caved on this point so it's nice to see lily's dad be like okay there is a time and place i did not want this but for my daughter who deserves a better future gotta make this call yeah i would like to revisit that at some point in the future because i feel like we should come back to that (laughs) but i can't say anything about it right now but it's a very good point. And yes, uh, I I agree. I do like that he's like, all right, this is what I wanted, but it's not happening. Here's how I can change what I'm doing to make sure that my daughter is the best protected. He's not letting his ego play into it. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I was, this is how I was before, but I will change my ways. Okay, so literally everyone in the room is surprised. They did not expect him to want to go to battle, or they expected him to argue more, but nope, he's ready to throw it down. So that's settled. The five tribes are working together. 
And it didn't take Suwan that long either. He's only been king for months at this point. I don't think it's even been a year yet. So he's impressive. He is. I think doesn't even I, I think Gunte has a line. It's like, oh, he's really doing it. <laughs> Son of a bitch, he's really doing it. I'm sad that I didn't immediately hop on when you were talking about everybody shocked that he's already Lily's dad again. <laughs> but uh, everyone was shocked <laughs> that he came. And I missed the opportunity to say that he shook was shook. Oh, no. <laughs> Terrible jail. <laughs> I will have you actively disowning me as a friend by the end of this episode. <laughs> no, I loved it. That was good. Okay, so then some birds mark the transition from Suwon to Zeno. This is weird. I'm intrigued by this choice, but I'm not sure I quite understand it, unless she has a lot of things planned out. Yeah, I was wondering about that, too. Like, I had, is Zeno sensing a change on the wind? Question mark. Like, how do you interpret this? Is that how you interpret it? Uh, Who knows? I mean, it would make sense, but I don't think his power has anything to do with sensing things like that. So, Mm. I don't know. That's fair. He's not like an oracle. That would be more of like Iksu's thing. Yeah, exactly. Well, I will say that I had the same sort of thought as you, that birds are definitely a motif throughout the series. And at least, I don't know that we see them that much, though. But like this did remind me of that scene in Awa at the end when uh, Suwan and Yona meet again and they fly off, which again serves as like a reminder this is a bookend to Awa. And also that we're moving into a new arc because that was also at the end of the last arc. And we're like, okay, things are going to change now. And Sino showed up right after that. So that's interesting. Um, Didn't write that in my notes. That just came to me, but uh, cool. (laughs) I want some galaxy brain shit right now. Anyway. Also, I guess an argument could be made for Gulfan representing change as well, because whenever he shows up, the characters and the audience are reminded of how things used to be and how fractured they are now. So I think birds are kind of a motif, but they're not really used consistently because sometimes things change and there aren't any birds around. Mm. That's okay. Oh, also, I did think about this. Okay, so back going back to Awa. The birds uh, fly off when they meet for the first time right after the battle. And now they're appearing when they're like in separate places, but a battle's gearing up to happen in the future. So that's kind of fun. I don't know if that means anything, but I was like, huh, it's like uh, opposites. Uh, Yeah, I just, I like when birds fly off. It looks nice. All right, so Xena watches the birds with an uncharacteristically serious expression before Yona tells him to come along, and then he's back to being goofy. And then we check in with Lily. Turns out her dad set her up with a nice cushy imprisonment before he left for the five generals meeting. She'll stay in Sensui in a very nice house and keep working to set up the Nadia clinic she was already working on. The same orders were given for Shisen. Tetra explains that all of this is sort of a gift Yungi doesn't really know how to give because both he and his daughter are emotionally stunted human beings. They're perfect. 
And that's the end of volume 16. We've come so far. We've come so far. Also, I was oddly touched by this as a gesture from her father and them explaining it to her, being like, this is his way of saying, like, I'm supporting you on your path. And I'm just like, uh, there's just something about people who don't know how to express their feelings, trying their best. That always fills me with warm fuzzies. Um, Before we move on, though, I did remember I was like, man, I was okay. so like a month ago, I was like, our first anniversary is coming up. And I thought it was in April, but it wasn't. It's in May. And I was like, okay, I got to keep this in mind. And then I did not. So our first episode came out on May 2nd. So we're a little late for this, but happy one year anniversary. How have we been doing this that long? I swear we've been doing this for like five months. Okay, back to the present. Chapter 95, The Boy from Another Nation. And here we get a new volume with some cute art. Yes, new volume, new art. Uh, We start out with Sexy Face Gia, which I appreciated. Because I feel like, uh, I don't know why, but I've seen like Instagram hot girls. This is very much like an Instagram hot, the the, like biting the thumbnail thing. I don't know why that's (laughs) a thing. Okay, that's the second time that we've seen one of the dragons this week in a sexy pose. What is it? I mean, I appreciate Kuznagi's commitment to the bit, but what the fuck? <laughs> it's a weird choice. I think she just knows she has hot boys. <laughs> and she's going to use them. Yeah, fair enough. All right. So also on um, on the inside, there is a fun story from Kuznagi about trying to make Owl fit on some flashcards. My favorite comment is, <laughs> she no longer looks like anything that actually exists. <laughs> such a good descriptor. It's like, I don't know what this is. It is a blob. <laughs> it's definitely not a squirrel. Okay, on to chapter 95. Yona and the boys are in an Earth tribe town near the border of Kai. Unbeknownst to them, Suwon plans to send troops out that way very soon. But for now, Yona's group is just looking for some food. I do appreciate the world building here. The consequences from about 50 chapters ago are now visible. But my one issue is the fact that Hawk knows that things are doing well because of the stones. And I cannot for the life of me remember. And it possibly happened in the Fire Tribe where somebody made like an offhanded comment about Gente selling stones. I would assume that it was Tejun if it was anybody. But like, how does Hawk know about this? Because he definitely was not there when they came up with this plan. I would assume just rumor mill. Is it though? Because it's not like he hears about it. He's just like, wow, I guess the stones are really working out for the old man. Like he already knew it. Well, I guess you, yeah, rumor mill. But like, who's talking about that? They haven't, they also haven't spent much time in the earth tribe. They they went to the fire tribe and then the water tribe like immediately. Actually, no, because the war games were right after Awa. In the manga. So that would have been after they left the Earth Tribe. I don't know. I have issues with it. But that's okay. (laughs) It's Uh, okay because it's some good world building. And also, like, it reminds us as the audience, oh, yeah, the Earth Tribe's doing really well because of things set in motion a while ago, which is fun. And then I also like Hawk being a little shit, as always. Him just being like, that old man stuck it rich. And then he means Gunte. Gunte's not even here to hear the insult. And he's still like, oh, he's old. Yeah. Also, I don't think Gunte would be mad about that. I think he'd be like, yeah, 
Yeah, well, you're a kid, so that makes sense. <laughs> I feel like he's called him old man before. Has he? I'm, I'm sure he has. Like- but yeah. I feel like he was also like twelve at the time, wasn't he? Like that yeah, was in the first yeah, that's what I mean. I'm like he's still being like little shit twelve year old hawk. Oh yeah, good point. He's, he's perpetually a twelve year old looking up at Gente being an old man. Okay, so Yoon starts handing out rice balls he made when a kid steals Yona's. In the best fight scene of the entire manga, out takes the kid down by jumping on his face. Yes, oh my god, Al once more being terrifying. <laughs> my nuts are literally terrifying creature. <laughs> yes, and then of course, food being the thing that finally makes Al snap, because food is sacred to Al. <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh, I bet that is why she was so intense, because later you can see her nibbling on Yona's rice ball. Yes. <laughs> She's like, Yona was going to feed me. That was my food. You better give it back. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's exactly it. Oh, that's really funny. Instead of being mad that he stole her food, Yona shoots down a bird for him to cook up and eat. It's such a nice gesture that the kid immediately falls in love with her and says, you're such a cool woman. I like you. Come be my wife. (laughs) It's funny to track the boy's expression here, too. Hak Jihang just smiles kind of fall and they're like, wait, what? But also, yeah. Zeno and Sheena's expressions don't change at all. They do not at all. And I do appreciate the, the first panel because, God, once again, Hawk and Jiha and Gija are all so proud of their girl. Yeah. They're like, she is fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then that happens. It'd be my wife. And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> Come again? <laughs> All right, so Kalgan is 13, and he is stoked because he can totally get married at 13. And I love that optimism. <laughs> also, I did not look up how to pronounce his name, but we're going with Kalgan because it makes me think of Santa Caligon days. And uh, yeah, just a real deep cut for Kansas City people. Anyway, he starts to drag Yona along, but he's stopped by Yoon and Keisha. In the back, Jihad teases, teases Hawk about having competition, as per usual. Yona turns him down, but he isn't deterred. He is, though, swayed by Yoon feeding him a rice ball. Yes, and then we get another Yoon. We should really be keeping account for how many times Yoon's been proposed. <laughs> That's true. I believe it's three this time. Yeah. But yes, everybody wants to wife Yoon. Yes, I also <laughs> laughed at Calgon saying... Um, I appreciate powerful women. <laughs> Me <Yeah>. too. It's <laughs> name, pal. <laughs> yeah, you're coming on too strong, but that, that was a valid point made. <laughs> I like the spirit, though. <laughs> also, I like this section because Yona's rejection serves to highlight how much her relationship with Hawk has changed. Because I feel like... A lot of the time in the past, I mean, like, we can obviously see that she's very blunt and she's like, no, I don't want to marry you. And in the past, that's sort of been about Hawk because people keep assuming or kept assuming in the early days that they were together. And she'd always just be like, nope, I'm not interested in him like that. But now we don't get that. We get her being blushing and like, um, <clears throat> well, later we get her blushing and being like, um defensive about it yeah what i wasn't staring at him why would i stare at him why would i like him he's mean (laughs) 
Exactly. So, yes, I like that they they bring this up again to be like, oh, yeah, she is capable of being extremely blunt when she doesn't like someone. So the fact that she's not being blunt about not liking Hawk. Well, I mean, she is a little bit, but like it takes a little prodding. She's obviously lying. So like it's just, yeah, they've changed and she is struggling. (laughs) Uh, But back to this moment, we learned that Calgan is from just over the river, a.k.a. Kai. He wanted to see Koka, but his parents are probably worried about him now, so he should head back. Except Shina shoves him and everyone else behind a bush before they can part ways. <laughs> He's seen some soldiers heading toward the river and wants everyone to hide. So we're learning he's getting better with words, but he's still not good at giving them first before he acts. Exactly. <laughs> Being like, you could just say so, Sheena. <laughs> They're all on the fucking ground. Probably my hardest laugh of this entire section. <laughs> it's just like, Sheena, you have words. You can use them. <laughs> he was trapped in a cave. All he could talk to was a squirrel. Give him a break. Okay, with soldiers milling about, Yana says that they'll make sure Kalkan gets home safely. This involves Jihad jumping over cavern with everyone individually on his back. He tells Kalgan to keep it a secret, and I find it so funny how terrible they all are about keeping secrets. Yeah. At this point, they're basically just like, we're not going to offer this information, but like, what gets out gets out. It's whatever. Yeah. It's also such a cute moment, just like from a kid's perspective, like this is so super- superhero-y, because he's just like, what's so special about you? And you had to be like, watch. <laughs> and then just kind of winking and being like, keep this a secret. Uh you make a very good point because he is a child. So anybody he tells that to is going to be like, okay, well, like your little four foot brain probably thinks that ca- that um, chasm was, you know, 12 feet wide, but it was probably only like three feet and the guy was being yeah. cool. But like, no, it was. <laughs> it's 12 feet wide. <laughs> and he's a superhero. Hawk teases Jiha about having to carry him and Yona gets kind of caught up in his laugh. And it's so adorable. It's a cute little panel. Mm-hmm. Him smiling. Especially because, again, as Yona has pointed out before, like the big, genuine hot grins are rare. So mm-hmm. every time you see them, it's just like, oh, hog. Yeah. Also, I am shocked that Jiha didn't immediately hop on Hawk's comment of, I should ride you more often. <laughs> It just goes to show how tired he was from carrying everyone, especially Hawk and Sheena, who were very heavy, apparently. He, like, wakes up, (laughs) bolts up right in the middle of the night, like, damn it, I let that joke slip. (laughs) I missed my chance to flirt. (laughs) Oh, boy. Um, Yeah, so she's smiling at Hawk in the... And then I got to Kalgan, who's staring at her just very intensely, which made me laugh. Um, and he's like, oh, you like him. Of course you're not going to marry me. And she's like, what are you talking about? Shut up. <laughs> and then she says, Hawk is mean and unlikable. And he's like, cool, thanks. <laughs> A thousand pictures of Hawk smiling spill out of her pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Frantically picking them up. I don't like him at all. <laughs> Yeah, so she's trying to she's trying to get the kid to play it cool. And he's like, well, okay, I'll leave you to your crush. And like jumps off. And Hawk is just like deeply 
deeply confused by all this <laughs> and they have a very cute moment where he's like he doesn't know what's going on and he smiles at her and he's like does this amuse you and she goes not at all but i love the fact that through all this like he makes her so annoyed to be able to like speak properly again but she never loses her blush so she's still like feeling it but she's like oh this is like our thing he's annoying me again Okay, and then Yona gets a terrible night's sleep, and she wakes up to find Calgan leaning against a tree. He says he's beat, and the others assume it's from walking so much, so Gija offers to carry him. Their resident pack mule, Jiha, is still tired from the day before, right? As Gija points out, and Jiha's like, mm, that's nice of you. Yeah, which I pointed out on Twitter that you were dumb as hell for being like, <laughs> I don't see it for why people would ship Gija and Jiha. And here is like a prime example of I get where the shippers would come from because, you know, Jiha's like, oh, I got it. I got it. And then Gija being like, no, you're probably still tired from yesterday. Leave him to me. And then there's just two panels of like Jiha being kind of like, shocked and then like just smiling softly like he's touched that that Gija would be so considerate for him so it's like you're valid shippers <laughs> as we have I said, know, well, I said they weren't I was just I saying that I didn't get it okay well I do get it but so this it's weird because I read this as like a very brotherly moment because I feel like Gija pulls this with all the other dragons and he's it's like his big like a a big brother moment what I did notice is very shippy is when Gija swoons later and Jiha's the one to catch him and be like, oh my god, are you okay? That was romantic to me. But this, I don't know. But you're right. I, I don't know what I was doing. This is pretty obviously romantic. Oh, also, one of the best dragon plan panels is when Gija asks Sheena to carry uh, Jiha on his back. Because it perfectly encapsulates their dynamic as a group. Gija's looking out for Jiha. Jiha wants nothing to do with the help or kindness directed at him. Shina's willing to do it, no questions asked. And Zeno is just smiling fondly at them. It's like, all oh, you guys. When they're close to Kalgan's village, Gija shoves Kalgan at Shina and promptly collapses. And the only comment on this chapter is from Nina Magana, who says, what's wrong this time with an eye roll emoji? <laughs> so like, yeah, he's just delicate. Okay. But also, yeah, he does this a lot. Leave him alone. <laughs> it was sheltered all his life. <laughs> this is hard for him. So yeah, next week we get to see what's wrong with Keisha this time. <laughs> All right, fun stuff. Now for the rest of the fun stuff. What do we like to do before we jump into, well, while you find the um, favorite character picker. Oh, yeah. Um, wait, we did both of them last week? We did. Okay. Let's do a... Would you rather this week? Oh, just do the one? Okay. Oh, we could do both. I thought you were asking me either or, but you're asking me which one we should start with. Okay, we should start <laughs> with Would You Rather. Okay. Would you rather have to solve the fire tribe's problem or the water tribe's problem? Oh. I think I have to go with the fire tribe because the idea of dealing with addicts who turn violent at the drop of a hat really scares me because I can't fight and I don't have people around me but like 
dealing with food shortages has at least a nonviolent solution. Yes. We are in complete agreement about that. Yeah. So no arguments there. Um, and for fuck, Mary kill, let's do have one that I'm more excited for, but this one's more topical. Okay. So let's do, it's all about the ladies this week. Tetra, Ayura, or Yuno. No, <laughs> I was, I was, I literally like drew in breath to say Tetra immediately. And then you threw Yuno in there who is so fucking cute. I gotta go with Tetra though. She's so hot. Oh, for marrying, fucking, killing. Oh shit! <laughs> I don't know how to play the game. <laughs> oh no! I'm so dumb. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. Actually, that does make things easier. All right. I gotta kill Ayura. I'm so sorry, baby, but like, you're really boring. I'm going to fuck Tetra because she's so hot. And then I would marry Yuno because she has proven to be the best wife. And she's cute. And I would be, I would enjoy being married to her. I think I would bore her, but that's okay. Okay. I am also killing Ayura. Sorry, girl. And I, at first I was going to agree, but I think I'm going to marry Tetra. Because you know it's cute and she's great sweet wifey, but consider that I would fill that cute sweet wifey role. So I need somebody to be like the buff protector person and Tetra oh. can fight. So just like how you know has Gunte I, in this situation, it's like I need somebody who, who can do the dirty work for me because I'm going to be doing cute stuff like making tea. So I will fuck you know bonus points if it can be a threesome with Gunte her actual husband. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to marry Tetra because yes, she is very hot and she can fight and she's loyal. True. Final. Very end. good uh, reasons for your choice. All right. So this has been the Would You Rather and Fuck Mary Kill. Uh, those are always so much fun. Okay, I have sent you the link to the web sorter. That doesn't make any sense. The sorter that I found on the web. Oh, I like that you can put, I like both or no opinion. Yeah, which you'll have to use no opinion. I I feel like you will, but we'll see. Okay, we'll see. Should I narrate my battles or should I just? You should, and I'll do mine secretly because I'm sure we have different options. Okay, battle number one, Jiha versus Kyoga. Okay, that's very easy. Jiha wins that battle. Ayura or Emperor Eel. Wouldn't it be wild if Emperor Eel was somebody's favorite character? <laughs> that would be wild. Which one's Taewoo? Is he one of... Yeah, so I knew he's one of Hawk's boys, but I couldn't remember which one. Oh, no. Oh, but it's him versus Tetra. I oh, know. <laughs> like, I can't. I, I have to go with I like both because I can't do <laughs> between them. Some people I have to look up. Mm, that's fair. Oh, I don't remember here you looking that attractive. I don't think we've seen him yet, have we? Why is it? Is he in one of the OVAs? Why am I seeing him interact with Yona? You know, I'm getting split. I better stop. 
that's not actually a spoiler they don't interact face to face so that's good but yes he he will be in the next ova which we'll watch in about a month okay interesting Mm -hmm. well i don't know why i'm looking him up oh shoot okay you can't look up kaya i can't look up Kaya. okay so no opinion yes okay battle 10 Iksu, my boy. Iksu's back. I miss you, King. Uh, I don't remember who Hio is. Oh, that bitch. I'm a bad person. I don't know that I remember Hio. He's the guy. He's the villain we just passed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because in our in our version, it's spelled differently. Yeah. <laughs> And also, like, he was another one because it's like, I don't get attached to the names of the villains because they're pretty one-off so far. Yeah. Next is Judo versus Hookchi. You know I'm going to pick my boys, Judo. You gotta. You're a Guru. Guru is one of the former dragons, right? Yes, he's Jiha's predecessor. Oh, yeah. Which I'm not going to lie, I did look up just now because I did not remember. Yeah, he was a nasty looking bitch. He's nasty. Now that is greasy hair, fam. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But also, he was like unable to bathe. He was, ew, he was fair. issues. Owl versus owl. <laughs> yeah. Damn. I like both. Oh, bold. I went with human owl because I still want to fuck him. <laughs> Who's Obby? Don't look him up. Okay. We did this too soon. I think we did this too soon. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Alex stupid yet again. (laughs) I mean, I guess they're not spoilers. Some of them are the original dragons. Okay. Uh, Shuten, who's that? Also one of the dragons. Oh, gotcha. Oh, he looks like he'd be... Uh, kind of cute. Um, I don't. Oh, his teeth are weird. <laughs> Minsu. Remind me who Minsu is. Minsu was the one that got killed right away. Oh, yeah. All literally right. the worst. Uh, that was the sad. Oh wow, my tastes have changed. Your tastes have changed. I'm excited to hear them at the end. I could have sworn that I got Suwon as, like, my second choice, but no longer. I do love Suwon, though. You do love Suwon. God bless you. I don't get it. He's interesting, but, like... That's interesting that you just don't get it still. But that's why I wanted to do this with you. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how our interests diverge. Minso's probably going to be higher than he has any right to be for having, like, five minutes of screen time. But they were a good five minutes. I'm trying my best not to pick no opinion or I like both. I had no such compunctions, and I have, I think, five people are number one, and (laughs) five people are number six for me. I'm supposed to be the undecisive one. (laughs) I love all of my children equally. Except I can definitely rank them. <laughs> God, Shuten is so ugly. I'm literally like, I know I haven't met him yet, but just purely on looks, I keep voting against him. 
Oh, he does have those like shark teeth, doesn't he? You have the weirdest, <laughs> weirdest opinions. Weirdest hangups. <laughs> yeah. Are we ready to see mm, our rain? Yes. Yeah, you want to go first? I want to hear everything about you. All right. So what are we starting with? Mm, favorites? I guess like top five. Okay, top five? Yeah. Funny. So I don't have a top five. I have two for first, one, two, three for third, and one, two, three for sixth. Okay. So I'm going to include all of them. Yeah. So my top six uh, are tied in sixth place, which is kind of my third place, are Iksu, Judo, and Lily. Tied okay. for third are Gunte, Jiha, and Hawk. And tied for first are Gija and Yona. That makes sense for you. And I will accept that. Those are all very good choices to be top. All right. Who do you have? Okay, well, as we discussed, I have six number ones, so I'm just going to go through all of them. <laughs> all right. Uh, are we going? Yeah. Okay, we'll go We'll go backwards the way that you did. <clears throat> Human Owl is my sixth spot. Wow. <laughs> Apparently. I don't know. And then next is Lily. And then third place is Zeno. Second is Yona. And first place is Hawk. Of course. I don't think this is right, though, because I don't know why Suwon would have beaten out Human Owl. But Suwon is in my sixth place. He's, like, right below that. Yeah, where did Suwon wind up? He is 13th place for me. Oh, boy. Yeah, you are really just like, eh, he's okay. He's okay. He's just okay. Above him are Yuno, Yoon, Tetra, Sheena, and then we get into my favorites. Yeah. Who are your least favorites? I have three in the 34 spot. Uh, I have two in the 34 spot. One in the 36 is Lee Hazara. <laughs> he's one of mine. Kyo and Shuten is <laughs> 34. Just, I haven't met him yet, but I was like, he is ugly. <laughs> Shuten is one of my least favorite, too. He's also a 34. For some reason, Mean Sue ended up in there. I don't know how he did, and I'm sorry, my boy. I should have done better by you. Oh, uh, Mean Sue is 20 for me. Oh, I thought you were saying he's 20 years old and he doesn't deserve to be hated. And I was like, what are you no. talking about? <laughs> oh, no. 20-year-olds <laughs> are untouchable. Yeah, this is an interesting sorting. I don't know how Heo did better than Yoon for me. Wow. Oops, sorry. I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> I was just blasting through. Yeah, my next group after my first group are Suwon, Teo, Tetra, Iksu, Gente, Yuno, and Sheena. Oh, wow. I have a lot of them. Sheena, Owl, the, the Squirrel Owl, and Kaya. Well, that was super fun. That was fun. And also, yeah, we pretty much got what we knew. You like Gisha and I like Hawk. But we both love Yona, which is always nice to see because it's kind of rare that we get a main character that's good. Yeah, Yona, I mean, Hawk is tied for third. Yeah, no, he didn't do bad. Yeah, with Jiha and Gunte. But yeah, Gisha and Yona. Mm. I love them so much. And then Lily is just below that. So yeah, I had a good time. <laughs> yes, thank you for doing that with me. Are we ready to take it to the goodbyes? 
I am ready. I have no other thoughts or notes at the moment. All righty then. So until next time, y'all, you can go ahead and find us on social media. We are the Yona Pod for Gmail and also Twitter. And we are the Yona Podcast for Tumblr. And if you ever want to hit us up um, on our personal Twitters, Alex is instead of writing without the A. And I am Witchy Evan. And also, wherever you get your podcasts, you should rate and follow us. Do you follow for podcasts? I think you do. I think so. You subscribe to them. Whatever. We don't know anything. We're trying our best. (laughs) Help (laughs) us along. And until next time. Bye.